to the Conservation Queens podcast. We are five girls who love the earth and have a passion for living a more eco-friendly life. We are real-life zoo employees, and as always, nothing that we say reflects our organizations and all thoughts and opinions are our own. But please keep in mind that we try to keep our podcast PG-13, so if you have younger listeners out there, you may want to review the content beforehand. And with that, let's get started. I'm Kenzie. And I'm Katie. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, life happens. So we're just going to be doing a dynamic duo episode today. It's going to be nice and short and sweet. Yeah, it'll be one of our like little mini eps where we kind of like when Emily B and I did the shark episode, Kenzie and I are very excited to talk to you all about sustainable holiday gift ideas and wrapping ideas and just how we can make this holiday season a little more geared toward conservation. I'm pretty excited about it. Me too. So before we launch into today's content, uh, do we have any fan shout outs, Katie? Uh, fan shout out to our two cats that are also guest starring <laughs> with us this episode. Um, yes. <laughs> I have my little kitty cat, Arthur, with me. Aww. And Kenzie has her little kitty cat. Miss mm-hmm. Magnolia. She's sprawled out by my feet right now. And she's looking at me wondering, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Hi, honey. I love this cat more than life itself. Same. 10 out of 10 would take a bullet yep. for. Mm-hmm. 100%. So shout out Absolutely. to our cats this week. <laughs> Thank you to my 10-pound cat for being the only thing standing between reality <laughs> and my dive into complete insanity that being said <laughs> really think hard though if you're considering getting a pet for the holidays because it is yes. a much longer commitment than christmas morning <laughs> or yes. whatever holiday you may celebrate absolutely Just throwing yeah. that out there real quick yeah no that's smart yeah magnolia and i i expect for us to be together for at least another 15 years at least right baby girl at least she, she doesn't look thrilled by the process. She's like, whoa, what? <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm moving out of here in another month. <laughs> no. So I guess oh. we can get on to our little conservation updates we have this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I found one literally just five minutes ago. Nice, nice. <laughs> and it's actually pretty cool. So I was looking on Conservation International site, and apparently uh, the government of Tristan da Cunha, I'm so sorry if I did not pronounce that That's right, okay. which is an archipelago of about 4,000 square kilometers west of South Africa, and it's one of the most remote inhabited it's islands in the world. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Me neither. I was like, what's this? Uh, but apparently they just committed to protecting 90% of its territory's waters, creating the largest marine protected area in the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. Okay. So, well, go yeah. you guys. Yeah. So that's that's pretty big. Tristan that's awesome. Kunha, you rock. Mm-hmm. I will learn more about you now. <laughs> <laughs> and go, go on YouTube, do some geography yeah, I lessons. Don't, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, well, something that's taking place here in the U.S. is um, there was a wildlife bridge built very recently in Utah. Um, mm. Very exciting stuff. There's some really, really, really cool videos of the animals crossing this bridge. Um, 
that show many animals like elk, moose, small mammals, black bears, coyotes, and even <laughs> they wrote what appears to be a porcupine safely crossing a dangerous stretch of road over this using the wildlife bridge. Um, so it's really great because it's showcasing how well um, animals like can adapt to using a wildlife bridge and the amount of time it takes for them to ad- adapt. They um, actually thought it would take years at first, but it's taken many years shorter than what they first anticipated, which is really exciting. So building these wildlife bridges is definitely uh, successful and saves a lot of wildlife because apparently before this bridge was built, um, it was dubbed, hang on, I just saw the name of it, something not pleasant. (laughs) I like read it for a hot second. Oh, it was dubbed Slaughter Row due oh. to the large number of traffic collisions with crossing wildlife, oh. which sounds horrific. It, so it sounds very like, glad. A, like a horror movie thriller right there. Uh, no, thank yeah. you. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. And not only are animals using it instead of, like, crossing the highway further down the corridor, but they're treating it like their natural habitat. Oh, perfect. Apparently, a, a cougar was recorded scratching and stretching on one of the logs on the bridge, which it wouldn't do in a stressed state. Mm-mm. Which shows that they are pretty comfortable going over it now, which is awesome. <laughs> I really love this story. It's just so cool. This is you always hear about wildlife bridges, but like to hear it be so successful in this area is really mm-hmm. awesome. That's awesome. And I'm sure the drivers on there are going to feel a oh, lot yeah. better too. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if you ran into a moose, the moose oh. is not, you're, the moose is coming out of that okay. Yeah, the moose is walking away. Your car and you, mm, different story. Mm, questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Very questionable indeed. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on to zoo news. So this one Heck is yes. pretty timely for the holiday season coming up. Mm-hmm. But the Como Zoo, which I'm pretty sure Abby has mentioned quite a few times here on this podcast, but their reindeer cams are on for this season. Wait, um, is that the name of the Minnesota Zoo? Yeah. That's the oh, one. I, I thought it was just called the Minnesota Zoo. I was like, wait, what What zoo does Abby talk about besides the Minnesota Zoo? I don't know. It may, I, I might be wrong. I, I never trust what I say 100%. But, <laughs> but, <Can't be. laughs> well, you know. But, yeah, so anyways, Como Zoo, the reindeer cameras are on. You can go see them. But apparently the zoo uh, staff did mention that it's really hard to see them on the day of the 24th. They're not sure why, but you know, uh-huh. just keep an eye out for them. Uh, wait, that's so funny. <laughs> I know. We that love it. That is adorable. Wholesome. <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so if you have little ones out there or even if you just need uh, some magic in your own life, go check out the reindeer cameras or if you happen to be by the Como Zoo, take a look there in person. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Also exciting. I mean, we have to mention a baby on Zoo News, as we do. Oh, absolutely. And there was this little baby panda born at the Smithsonian recently, and it just took its first steps. It was very precious. You go on the Smithsonian's, you know, social media accounts and definitely check out videos of that. It's also very wholesome and amazing. Yeah, we need wholesome. We sure do. That's awesome. But speaking of pandas... Yes, we're going to get into these. Well, if we're talking about sustainable holiday gifts, the actually the first one that we have here on the list is adopting an animal through World Wildlife Fund, whose animal like kind of, I guess it's not their animal ambassador. It's their flagship. Yes, species. it's their flagship species or the one that they use to put on a lot of their, you know, mm-hmm. their logos and things like that is a panda. Their slogos. Their slogos. Yeah, we were talking before because <laughs> I was joking about our little like 
our slogan at the end of our podcast is our stay safe and sustainable, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Um, and instead of slogan, I said slogo, you know, because <laughs> logo and slogan and just come I will together. be calling Webster's Dictionary tomorrow to let them know <laughs> great breakthrough that I had. But anyway, um, yeah, no, like one first gift right off the bat, adopted animal through World Wildlife Fund. Um, my boyfriend's family actually did that for me last year. They got me a honeybee, and um, my parents also did this for me a couple of years ago. Everyone knows me pretty well, <laughs> I'd say. Um, a sloth I got, um, a gorilla. I still I have a gorilla stuffed animal from them. So, like, that's the really great thing is when you adopt um, animals through World Wildlife Fund, there's, like, different levels. So you can just adopt it at, like, the most, I guess, least expensive level, and you get, like, usually a photo and a certificate that says you've, you know, helped this specific animal but if you go up in donations, you get like a stuffed animal, the animal, you can get a t-shirt, all different kinds of cool stuff. So Yeah, and you and Emily B actually we got did. me an ocelot. <laughs> yeah, we did get her an ocelot. As much needed. The, yeah, the amount of animals that they have to choose from is crazy. So if you know someone that has a favorite animal that you want to get them something of that animal, mm-hmm. chances are World Wildlife Fund has it. Yes, and it's great for both kids and adults, I must say. Yes, yes. You're never too old for a stuffed animal. No, absolutely not. (laughs) What's our next thing? uh, Endangered species chocolate, and I love this stuff. Have you ever had it, Katie? So good. Yes, I I got it for my mom once. For um, Actually, I got it for my my brother was getting her a Valentine's Day gift, like Mm -hmm. wanted to give her something. So he sent me to go get her chocolate. And me being the person I am, <laughs> got her endangered species chocolate specifically. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it is really yummy. They have some ridiculous flavors and it's high quality chocolate. They do. One of my favorite flavors that they ever had was this dark chocolate, like mm-hmm. 70, 80% cacao. Because I like the mm-hmm. bitter dark chocolate, but it had mm-hmm. dried blueberries in it. Oh my yes. gosh. And it was yes. for uh, black it, it was for not Black Panther. <laughs> that's that's a Marvel superhero. Rest yes. in peace, Chadwick. Um, oh, sad. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, but it was for jaguars, and I loved this chocolate so much. And this was back during high school. And what I would do is I would come home from a day at school, and I would always take off a piece, a little smidge of the chocolate, to treat myself after I work or when I came home nice. off the bus. One day, though, I learned I had to hide it from my father <laughs> because oh, my father no. has a big sweet tooth, which I inherited, unfortunately. And I came home one day and I unwrapped that chocolate bar. And right at the very top of the chocolate bar, I just see this huge bite mark because my dad doesn't nibble. He <laughs> no, I was going to say not like a little nibble. It was like no, no, no. He took like obvious. half the bar with I was so oh mad God. at him. So this started. is my endangered species. It's not, it's not cheap, obviously. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so it's, <laughs> you prize that stuff. <laughs> you do. I, I start stashing it away up in my room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you box. are a fan of fine chocolates, then you are likely a fan of fine wines Ooh, as well. Segue. Very and nice. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like when a lot of times, not that necessarily people are going to be going to holiday parties this year, because mm-hmm. we all want to stay very safe and you know, distance. But if you are going to maybe like a very small get together with the people you are close with, you know, already in the same proximity, you can bring 
wine. I feel like that's something people always bring to parties, right? Right. <laughs> you just bring a bottle of wine because I couldn't think of anything else and people will drink this. So, and by people, I mean, I will personally drink this myself. <laughs> um, but there is this wildlife wine. It's actually made by AZA, um, which we talk about too much on this show. No, or not never. enough. You know, not you enough. can never talk about AZA enough. But yes, yeah, so the Association of Zoo Association of Zoos and Aquariums makes a couple of different wines. They make one that's painted dog theme. Um, wasn't there a lion one? There is a lion one. And by the way, uh, my mom and I still oh, have your oh, do you? <laughs> oh, mine. That's right, Kenzie. Kenzie's mom was so sweet, and she did buy us all this AZA wine. And Kenzie still has the one that was for me. Because I didn't get to get it at her house. but Because we've been trying wow. to be safe with COVID. Well, so. Yeah, right. That's why yeah. we haven't actually seen each other in person. But oh, wow. I forgot you had that. I oh. miss you so much. Oh. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I yeah. still have wine. And it's wildlife wine. So a lot of the proceeds go to help the conservation of the animal that's on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also a sea turtle Chardonnay. So yes. Okay. That Chardonnay was the person. other one. Yes. It was, I don't remember which one the painted dogs were. I don't know either. Was it yeah. a red? I thought the lion was the red wine, but yeah, the lion I could the be wrong, wrong. But Painted yeah. dog a rosé, maybe? I would, I would love that, <laughs> honestly. I was going to say, what's the animal for rosé? I'm on that. <laughs> but that's, that's really, yeah, that's a great one. Um, again, a little on the expensive side, but that's because we're helping animals here, you know? Mm-hmm. You can feel good. I mean, not that you're not going to feel good while drinking your wine anyway. You yes. Can feel even better. Better. Knowing <laughs> that every sip is benefiting an animal. Um, <laughs> conservation. But those are some, uh, like, gifts that support conservation. Um, we said a couple of food and wine things. But then there are a lot of really cool, um, a lot of the ones that we have to mention um, clothing or products that are made from recycled materials or that are just like sustainable gifts in general um, that give to conservation projects. Like one mm-hmm. of my favorite all-time organizations in the world, I have their water bottle sitting next to me right now, is Four <laughs> Ocean. I could talk about Four Ocean forever. Um, basically, they're a company that um, hires fishermen to go out into the ocean, and instead of um, paying them to fish, they actually pay them to haul out trash um, and bring it back to shore, and that way it's um, properly disposed of or recycled. It's, but the way that they pay these workers is by selling products. They sell um, bracelets, they sell water bottles, they sell lots of things on their website, um, a lot of are made from recycled materials uh so it's just so awesome they make some really cool the bracelets are for different animals so like they're tinted like there's one for green sea turtles it's tinted green i have the one for manatees because i love manatees more than anything (laughs) it's like purple and then they have just like some generic ones but the water bottle also is great i use it at work a lot and i'll usually put it in view of the guests at work so i could be like Ask me about my four ocean <laughs> Very nice. Like, very I'm nice. not bringing it. You're asking me about it, so I'm allowed to talk about it now. <laughs> four ocean should hire you as a person. If they want to sponsor me, if they want to sponsor this podcast, I'm I'm all on board. Totally. Um, yeah, this I is also kind of like this, our plastic yeah. July episode though, where um mm-hmm. none of this is sponsored. 
This is all just (laughs) our opinion on things. Yeah, this is, we do this for fun. We do. We just want to help you guys find some fun holiday things. But what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I also have the sea turtle four ocean bracelet. And I also got the Great Barrier Reef. And it's just fun to collect them all. It's like Pokemon. Yeah. But for conservation. (laughs) They're like silly bands. They're silly (laughs) bands. But for conservation. I remember that. Yeah, the more silly bands you have, the cooler you are, obviously. The more four ocean bracelets, the cooler you are. Absolutely. It was like a black market trade oh my God, <laughs> in elementary seriously. school with those things. Remember, like, if you had, like, the unicorn, oh. like, forget it. Everyone oh. wanted to be your best friend. Oh, yeah. You were the coolest person in school. Man. Yep. Um, we have a couple of other ocean products or ocean-related products from our lovely Emily B. Um, she's actually enjoying the ocean herself. She went on a little beach trip this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, which is exciting, but she wanted to mention that two companies, um, the first one is called Waterlust and they make ocean inspired, um, ocean animal inspired clothes and swimwear that donate to the conservation for the animal on the clothing. So Emily B said by no surprise by anyone, she has spotted Eagle Ray leggings, (laughs) which sounds so cute. It really does. I have to check out that website because that'd be dangerous though, but Still, Waterlust. And then did you want to mention the other one that she uh, told us about? Yes. So I actually have a product from them as well. Uh, SandCloud. They make a lot of clothing and towels, a lot of beach products. And I actually Mm -hmm. have this fantastic uh, beach blanket from them that has a whale shark on it. (gasps) And honestly, it's one of my favorite things. And it's really in the build it too is it's easy to get the sand off and to keep it off. I think I've seen like in like it on Instagram maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no. just ads. Yeah, it's really cool. And of course, kind of like for ocean, a lot of their stuff is recycled material mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they also pulled out of the ocean or recycled plastics. So definitely a worthy investment, a little bit more on the expensive side. Uh, but they also do donate about 10% of their proceeds to conservation. Yeah. So. Well, that was a good thing about like especially around like right now when it mm-hmm. comes to buying these products is usually you could get a pretty good discount. Mm-hmm. It's like now is the time to buy sustainable gifts. Oh, hi, Arthur. Arthur just hopped up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, Arthur agrees. These are all great gifts. <laughs> yes. Um, Magnolia just left me. So I'm, I'm by myself oh. now. <laughs> well, I guess our cat swapped. She was like, I'm out. Arthur's like, I'm tagging in. <laughs> there you go. What do you need me to talk about? <laughs> Do you know about 10 Tree? Yeah, so I actually have been following their Instagram account, and I just pulled up their website to double-check, but they are a company built around sustainable manufacturing, and they actually have this really cool mission where their vision is to plant 1 billion trees by 2030. Love that. Yeah. Planted over 30 million trees, and they've restored land in over eight countries. That's yes. awesome. And you can get 10% Wait, what's off the name right of now. <laughs> oh, there you go. See? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what are they? What's the name of this company? Uh, Tentree.com. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and, and it says there's free shipping over 50 bucks. You love to see it. Yes. And they are partnered with Eden Projects, uh, Trees for the Future, One Tree Planted, and Canada? <laughs> country <laughs> <Yeah. of> Canada. <laughs> just the whole country of Canada <laughs> I believe it Canada be like that yeah although apparently Canada just 
gave exploration rights to a um, oil company in a marine protected zone. So, well, mm. never mind Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you, you win some, you lose some, you just lost some. <laughs> Listen, New Zealand and is where it's at. Like we like Canada, but so New Zealand true. is yeah. <laughs> and actually, on the Ten Tree website, it says now it says fifty million eight hundred and ten seven hundred forty seven trees. Oh to yeah. Date. That's awesome. We wow. love it. That's so cool. I love pe- co- companies like that. <laughs> yeah. Makes me feel warm and sub and fuzzy inside. It does. It yeah. certainly does. So this one is a personal favorite of mine. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I've been looking through it for potentially things for y'all here on Heck the podcast. Yes. yes. But Peppermint Narwhal is a design company. And they actually design for places like theme parks, but also for a lot of zoos and aquariums. And they are partnered with the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. And they have two stores on Etsy and Redbubble, and they make some really, really cute designs. They really do. And they also have a fire Instagram feed. I absolutely love it. They also have an awesome, don't they have a calendar that comes out every year? They do. They do have a calendar that comes out every year. It's a good calendar. It has all, like, the fun animal days on it. Like, Mm -hmm. when it's, like, you know, National, like, Primate Day or something, it says that on your calendar. Yes. Also, an important interruption, everyone. Kat just came to me with her mouse toy, (laughs) and I feel like I have been chosen. (laughs) Can you, how can you explain to her that you're trying to record a podcast right now, and this will have to wait until after (laughs) I can't, so I just throw it across the room. She oh, likes to play fetch with it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. Yeah. She's yes. the light of my life. Of course. Peppermint yeah. Narwhal, y'all, is great, though. It really is. And they have such a cute logo. It's a little oh, narwhal it's, with it's a, a narwhal? candy cane. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they also do make some great stickers on Redbubble, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, very informative stickers. Yes. Like they make the like like Kenzie said, like they make really good graphics for zoos. So they like are really good at making very easy to follow like the difference between a monkey and an ape or like something like that, where it's just like such a cool way of drawing it and having a diagram for it. Mm-hmm. Check uh, it out. Yes. Go for it. Okay. And then um Oh, this is my this is my favorite thing. I was I have about a lot to say, Katie, you wanna take this one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Go so, for it. Um, I think we've talked about it maybe before, but you can, if anyone didn't know, you can take herbivore droppings or poop, um, such as an elephant, elephant dung. Um, they eat literally plants and you can take their dung and turn it into paper. Um, and there are two really great companies that I know of that make notebooks, bookmarks, greeting cards. Um, one of them even makes like decorative paper flowers. Um, that's, um, one called poopoopaper.com and the other is called Mr. Ellie Poo Notebooks. Again, that's Mr. Ellie Poo, <laughs> like an elephant. Yes. Um, these companies both make like really beautiful notebooks out of elephant dung. And let me tell you for anyone out there that's like, what, why the heck would I want to buy anything made out of elephant poop? It is like the process that they do to make the paper is obviously very um, sanitary. Yeah. (laughs) That's the word sanitary. Mm -hmm. Um, They dry it out. They like, you know, get the pulp out of it. It's just like all this, you know, this process and they make them into the paper itself. You can see like the plants 
within it. It's actually like mm-hmm. really gorgeous soft paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can use it for if you know someone that likes to draw or that loves to write in a notebook or journal. Take it from someone that used to buy an obscene amount of notebooks because I just thought they were pretty. <laughs> and I do enjoy, yeah, it's like writing. You like enjoy journaling or drawing, but like eventually you're like, I don't need another notebook because there's five that I haven't written anything in yet, but like I need another notebook. If you know someone like that, get them a Poo Poo paper or a Mr. Ellie Poo notebook. Um, side note about the Mr. Ellie Poo notebooks, I've bought multiple of them for people for gifts before. I have one myself. The one that I have, the cover is actually um, the Australian Outback and it has kangaroos on it. So they have like really gorgeous designs on them. Um, and I just can't recommend them enough. <laughs> They're awesome. They're awesome. And the cool thing with elephants is that pretty much everything that comes out of them, it's just grass. They exactly. don't have the most efficient digestive system no, they in don't. the world. No, for so it's such a large animal that eats so much. Mm-hmm. Um, 300 pounds a day. Yeah. I, and I know that on poopoopaper.com, it's not just elephant um, poop that they use to make their papers. There's like, I think, horse, um, like panda and some other animal. And then Mr. Ellie Poo, those notebooks are made from elephants that live um, on a reserve or like a sanctuary kind of setting in Sri Lanka. Um, so like that's why obviously they're cleaning up <laughs> the poop in that place in particular. Um, but a lot of the proceeds then from both of these companies is going toward elephant conservation. Plus you're saving paper. <laughs> yeah. Making it from trees. It's coming from poop. Two birds so, stones. It's really a win-win for everyone. It really is. Yeah. Have you heard of this next one, Kenzie? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So I only recently discovered this when um, I went on a recent little beach weekend, and it's called Ocean Soul, and Soul is spelt like S-O-L-E, like the soul of a shoe, uh-huh. because they make flip-flop art. What they do is they actually, yeah, they get flip-flops that have been, um, you know, people go swimming in the ocean, don't realize how strong the currents are going to be, and bam, you don't have flip-flops on anymore. They belong to the sea, even though they do not belong there. So this company actually gathers flip-flops that have been improperly discarded into the ocean, um, collects them, and creates artwork out of them. Um, And this artwork is so cool so 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 cool um i actually might have bought one i'm not gonna say for which queen on the show but i bought a little sculpture of a certain ocean animal for a certain queen um i'm gonna take a bet (laughs) um i guarantee you your bet is actually wrong it's not who you think it is but yeah yeah so i'm very excited to give them that but they're very colorful just very cute works of art they're sculptures of different animals Um, usually they're just like really nice decorative pieces. Um, I want to put one on my dresser in my room or on a shelf somewhere and they have a great message behind them. So someone say like, Hey, that's like a really cool, like sea turtle sculpture you have. And it's like, well, it's actually made out of flip flops because you know, those are often accidentally uh, end up in the ocean. So it's a good talking point too, I think, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Yeah, I'm on their website right now, and I am absolutely in love. This is stuff They're is so great. cute. They're so colorful. They yeah. are. I we saw need them. color. Yeah, we saw it. We went um, kayaking um, at Indian River Lagoon, 
Mm-hmm. And we were at a nature reserve, like a little um, nature center, and they had a gift shop. And they had a lot of them at the gift shop. So that's where I found out about it. And that's where I bought it. And I was like, perfect Christmas gift for the Conservation Queens. I actually bought a lot of stuff there. I spent over $100. So <laughs> they had a lot of conservation things. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Have you heard of this next one? Uh I know about snare art and snare yeah, jewelry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, Talk but not about, about this specific company. It, um, it's basically what it, you know, what, what, what it, it usually like. Same thing yeah. as snare art, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't heard already, uh, I think we mentioned snare art in an earlier episode at some point. But I think Emily A. definitely mentioned it in yes. regards to hyenas, maybe. Yes, so out in areas where... People still go out to hunt or if there's high poaching traffic areas, they will put out snares. So usually it'll be a little wire trap. Animal will walk through. It'll get their leg or some other appendage caught in the snare. And then unfortunately, um, if they cannot break free of it, they can die of starvation or they will end up getting an infection from the injury brought on by the snare itself and then pass from that injury. But what's really cool is that there are several organizations, including this company right here called Mulberry Mongoose, will actually go out on these patrols with locals and they will take the snare wires that they find and then they will recycle them and give them back to local artisans and make them into jewelry or statues. And it's really awesome because on the one hand, you're taking these out of the environment. So you're reducing that could be potentially given to the wildlife, but then you're also supporting the local communities. And as we always like to emphasize here on Conservation Queens, if you want a successful conservation, you got to involve the local communities. You got to involve the people. It's that simple, babes. Yes. <laughs> that, that simple. <laughs> yes. So Mulberry Mongoose is located in the South Luanga Valley. Uh, cool crafts women, empowering women. You snare yep. wire recovered from poaching traps to create jewelry designs inspired by the African bush. So yes. that's Be warned, awesome. this jewelry is also very expensive. But if yeah. you are, you know, looking for a very nice, expensive gift for someone for Christmas or the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool one. Yeah, definitely. and apparently they've been featured uh, and National Geographic. Ooh, ooh, yes. Them. Mm-hmm. And you can that's sign cool. up for their newsletter, which is free. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> that is free. Yeah, yes. That's probably the only thing I can afford on that website, to be quite honest with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I am poor. <laughs> the next Ish. suggestion is, um, so now we're, we're kind of, that was most of our gift suggestions, but the next couple things are some um, either experience or like charity-based things that you can do, like donate to an organization in someone's name. Um, mm-hmm. So this is very similar to like the whole World Wildlife Fund thing that just happens to also come with a stuffed animal, you know, which is great. But you can also just, if you know someone's really into a certain um, organization, like the, I don't know, Cheetah Conservation Fund or... Um, <laughs> drawing blank. <laughs> I don't know why Cheetah Conservation Fund came to my head first. I think I talk about that one a lot at work. Or, oh my goodness, you can donate to Grace. Yeah, Gorillas. Yes. Um, a really great organization. If anyone so out there good. really loves me. 
you will donate in my name to Grace. That's once again G R A C E. Grace Gorillas. And, and we've known people who personally have worked on the Grace Project, and oh, what they do is absolutely phenomenal. And the project sure has is. been able to keep itself sustained even through um, civil unrest within the DRC. So that's really impressive. And it's because of the locals there. And, you know, it's just, ah, yeah, <laughs> I lose words to express how amazing I know. it when is. I, if, <laughs> once I get Grace on the brain, forget it. That's all mm-hmm. I'm talking about for like forever. I cry every time I see like a trailer or I watch something about the project. I'm like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> Grant is over here whispering in the corner, manatees. I'm like, do you have a specific... <laughs> Like organization to donate to for manatees, or are you just whispering manatees? If anyone didn't know, that's my boyfriend. Hi, Grant. Kenzie says hi. Yeah, yeah, he's saying World Wildlife Fund. Uh, potentially, <laughs> once again, Tampa Zoo because they actually oh, yeah, have a great rehabilitation go. program for Sea World. Yeah, and Sea World too. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, but that also brings another thing, which is. Um, Looking at zoo and aquarium websites. Yes. Some of them have their gift shops right on their websites. Mm-hmm. I definitely may or may not have gone into the uh, Georgia Aquarium gift shop website mm-hmm. for a certain queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Those are great, yeah. too, because obviously parts of the proceeds are going to go back to conservation and also just the general upkeep and maintenance of these facilities, which yep. is so important, especially in these days where a lot of zoos, unfortunately, have had to lose Are out troubling. on revenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the San Francisco, um, the zoos and aquariums over there are having to be shut down back again. So, right. Right. Oh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Dang you. Yep. Where's the end COVID now fund? <laughs> right. Just Get that vaccine. That. <laughs> Shout out to Dolly Parton for donating to that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a literal queen. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Dolly Parton, on this podcast. As someone your biggest fans. who has family roots in East Tennessee and went to University of Tennessee, Dolly Parton is a saint. <laughs> she is. She's no, great. This is no question. Mm-mm. Absolutely amazing. Um, but speaking of supporting zoos, going on to their shops and websites also you can get someone a zoo or aquarium membership that is a Honestly, great gift what better gift could you get than having someone give you a membership for like a year to a zoo or aquarium right i would cry if the zoo that was in like if there was another zoo closer to where we live besides the zoo we work at oh my goodness that would be amazing yes and zoos are such a great way to just get out of the house Especially yeah. these days. And if you have kids with you or you want to take like your baby cousins or your nieces and nephews, it's just a wholesome place to go and a great place to learn as well. Especially mm-hmm. since schools are kind of in flux at the moment. So highly recommend. Heck yeah. Yeah. The homeschool day at the zoo. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people, a lot of parents tell me that when they their kids come up to me at the zoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're... You know, made me wish I could be homeschooled. Like I get to take field trips to the zoos all the time. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me, man? Another thing, um, as far as like donating to a charity, is um, some of our listeners may be familiar with Amazon Smile. Mm-hmm. If you do use Amazon to purchase and send gifts this year, um, there's a little feature called Amazon Smile where part of your purchase can be donated to an organization of your choosing. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. Yeah, that's always as far awesome. as Amazon is concerned. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm trying uh, to wean yes. myself off of Amazon as much I as know. I can. 
Jeff Bezos doesn't need more money. (laughs) (laughs) But at least they do have Amazon Smile, which does, you know. Yeah. And bring out some good in the purchases. <laughs> well, we'll take what we can get at this exactly. point. <laughs> also, I just want to say um, donations are a great gift, especially if you know someone who doesn't want a lot of material mm-hmm. gifts or maybe doesn't even have the space. I know for me in recent years, especially with me having to move around a lot, I don't usually like physical gifts as much but donating in my name (laughs) yeah but donating something that I'm really passionate about in my name that's that's a good way to yeah definitely that's that's an awesome idea that being said if I will not turn down a gift especially if it's a book or animal related (laughs) (laughs) but anything on this list that we've mentioned yes (laughs) is open I got got beeswax food wrap as an early Christmas present it has little kitty cats on it so oh that's really perfect (laughs) speaking of which my kitty cat has returned hello my love oh thank goodness mine Mm -hmm. has left so (laughs) (laughs) they're tagging in and out they really are Um, if anyone's wondering, um, in this episode, we didn't talk very much about like sustainable things to use around the house. If you haven't been listening to us for too long, um, one of our episodes that we made way back in July this year is our plastic free July episode. We talk a lot about things around the house. So if you are looking for even more gift ideas, that's a really great episode to check back in on too. Mm Mm-hmm. As well. But speaking of recycled things. Oh, yes. Which are less plastic. Um, wrapping. What are we using to wrap our gifts this year? Well, I Perhaps just... we can use eco-friendly things. Yes. Well, I just ordered a bunch of wrapping paper from Rappley. Have you yeah. heard of them? I have not. Oh, so Rappley is a eco-friendly gift wrap, gift wrap company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have some really cute seasonal gift wrap. I got one with a little forest of foxes and other woodland creatures with Santa hats on them and another one (laughs) hearkening back to when you and I met um flamingos oh yes oh yes yes but they Mm. have lots of different options and they even have sustainable uh curling ribbon and wrapping paper that's cool yeah or wrapping paper paper, yeah you can definitely find recyclable wrapping paper pretty pretty easily but like twine and ribbon that's really good Mm-hmm. that they have that that's awesome yeah but that being said if you do get wrapping paper you know that is recyclable please remember to recycle it keep that little you know bag or something of handy or maybe a box like a bigger box you could stuff it in and then toss it in the recycling mm-hmm. and uh, take care of that properly yeah. can you use other materials though to Heck yes. wrap your girl in previous years has used newspaper <laughs> and actually it works really well as a wrapping paper. I think it looks super cute. Like yeah. it's, it's very, I don't know. I don't want to say vintage. <laughs> but like, you know, it's got that old timey feel, I guess. Um, that being said, it was when I was in a house that did receive a new pa- newspaper weekly. Mm-hmm. So like I could save them. I do not receive newspapers weekly anymore, so no. um, I have to use other things like um, reusable bags, you know, the yeah. bags that you, oh my goodness, every time I get a gift in a bag during the holidays, I always save it for the next year. Same. Because you always, you're kind of just trading them for different ones, you know, <laughs> and you exactly. give people gifts and then they give you some back and you're like, cool, new bags. Thank you. 
Yeah, and I think I've read somewhere a couple of times that Christmas is one of the biggest producers of waste or Mm. one of the biggest events that produces a lot of um, plastic waste. So anything we can do to help reduce, reuse, and recycle is definitely valuable, especially during this time. And I just kind of realized earlier, um, we didn't really talk much about like kids gifts in this episode mm-hmm. well you mentioned a couple of ideas but like if you are shopping for little little ones um one thing that we can do for children in in a conservation related way is just encouraging them to explore the environment and animals and science in general um that's raising young people to have a respect for nature to um really you know appreciate their environment around them mm-hmm. um, and the reason I thought about this was because Grant got me and him these little net. Na- um, they're actually from National Geographic makes them. They're Ooh. fossil dig kits. <gasps> Have you ever oh had one of those? <laughs> no, but I want it. So literally, oh, well, I'm writing that down quick. <laughs> Get Kenzie fossil dig kit. Um, they're super cute. It's literally like a mini um, excavation site that you get. Oh, that's It's pretty cool. small, but there's like six fossils that you excavate within it. Um, and it literally gives you the tools and we were doing it the other day, but he was working on his a little, a little earlier, which like gave me the idea because we are big kids at heart. Um, yes, <laughs> but you know, you can get them something like that, a fossil dig kit. I know they had like gem ones too, but just like these things that kind of, you know, excite their imagination or give them that like, Oh, like maybe I want to be a paleontologist when I'm older. Maybe I'll learn a little more about like these fossils that I found. They had a whole booklet that said, like, um, the first thing that we both excavated out of our thing was coprolite. <laughs> so I have real coprolite now, which I'm actually really excited about. That's For those awesome. that don't know, coprolite is fossilized dinosaur poop. Mm-hmm. Heck yes. Um, yeah. So just stuff like that if you're looking for, uh, for kiddos. It's a good, good way to tie in conservation there. And also a little something that y'all can do in the meantime especially if you are in quarantine um a lot of museums including the national smithsonian museum and i think the london museum of natural history they actually have virtual tours that you can go on for free and explore around those areas and that's also a great way for kids to learn and kind of interact a little bit fun stuff yeah i do it all the time (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) yes but yeah i think that's an awesome idea thanks katie yeah of course yeah i mean we would usually have our conservation conversation at this point but this whole episode has it is a conservation conversation yeah we kind of got i think we can shut off of our list in this episode already um Mm -hmm. but we do have an announcement to make before we go um we will be taking a short break um, from the podcast until uh, until the end of this year. So we all, you know, are going to be pretty busy this holiday season working and um, doing, you know, holiday things. So uh, we will see everyone in the new year. We are really excited to kick off more episodes with you guys and keep on going with this podcast. Um, thank you all for such a wonderful year with the Conservation yeah. Queens. Is, uh interesting as 2020 has been this is definitely (laughs) something really awesome that we're glad came out of it yes absolutely and I would just say on a personal note it's allowed me to develop a deeper friendship with you guys you queens here and I really appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) a shout out to those who are not with us 
but in spirit they are they are <laughs> but yeah no it's awesome and thank you guys so much like katie was saying for you alls support shout out to my mom for being a big fan yes <laughs> yes my whole family too you guys rock been yes. very supportive of our show <laughs> yes we love it all right well awesome mm-hmm. so with that, uh, just a reminder, if you aren't already, uh, follow us on our social media. We have a website up now, thanks we to do. Abby. Uh, Woo! If you haven't checked out our website, check it out. It's so, so cool. She did an awesome it is job. really cool. Yes, Abby is super talented. Uh, also, the good old Book of Faces mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can always email us if you have a question or even an episode suggestion. Email us at conservationqueenspodcast at gmail.com. We love to talk to you guys. We do. We love to hear your thoughts. Yes. So definitely uh, keep it up. Yeah. So awesome. And we hope everyone has a safe and wonderful holiday season this year. And thank you guys so much for joining Kenzie and I this week. <laughs> now go yeah. out there and stay sustainable.